was the Travis Scott concert a satanic ritual? Coming up today on the Anti-Woke Podcast. The new episode of Red Scare is talking about the Travis Scott Astro World concert where nine people got killed in a crowd crush. And they said something interesting that like in the 60s or whenever, 70, early 70s, late 60s, um, the hippie movement kind of stopped after Altamount and the Manson family. I believe Altamount was the Rolling Stones concert where they hired the Hells Angels to be security and the secu- you know, the Hells Angels killed, I wish I knew more, killed at least one person, probably several people. And you know, today the Hells Angels, if they're even around, they're like old, old men on $70,000 Harley Davidsons who don't commit crimes. But anyways, I guess they were pretty badass, probably meth dealers back in the day. And so, I don't know the girl's name. But one of the girls is like, I think this concert is like that. This is the end of liberalism. Like, you know, I think she means liberals being in control of the culture like they are. But, I mean, I got no idea. But it makes me wonder, maybe this is kind of the the cherry on top for the end of the Black Lives Matter movement. Because, uh, you know, there's definitely some racial overtones going with this concert and... It looked like a Black Lives Matter riot to me. So anyways, that'll just be interesting. And the Kyle Rittenhouse and the Maude Arbery trials are going to have verdicts here soon, so we'll see if people still feel like going out and, you know, peacefully protesting or going any further. Then the ladies are talking about the Kyle Rittenhouse situation. And one of these ladies is of the opinion that people on the left, you know, liberals in America are starting to wise up to, as she puts it, the fake and gay narrative. And I don't know for sure, but I think people are starting to wise up a little bit to the fact that they've been deceived by the media, you know, for whatever, ever since Trump got elected, and then especially ever since the Black Lives Matter riots started. I think, you know, it's probably because people, if that's true, I don't know if that's true, but if that's true then it's probably because people have finally been able to calm down a bit. And, you know, like they can see that Biden, you know, like you know, everyone thought that Trump was worse than Hitler. And now we got Biden and then they're, and they're like, you know, this isn't really that different. You know, I'm, I'm not liking everything that's going on with Biden either. Uh, you know, Trump's tweets, uh, Biden's missteps with the Afghanistan withdrawal. It wasn't like one thing, you know, one thing wasn't Hitler, and the next thing isn't the Allies saving the day. So, I mean, that's my theory, if it's true. I don't know if it's true. And then, like, the Black Lives Matter, you know, protests and riots. um, Now that we've had some time to think about it, like, for instance, you know, what, what have the politicians done? I mean, basically, there's no solution to the Black Lives Matter situation because the cops are not racist, right? You can't, basically, if you don't have a pro- you can't fix a problem that you don't have. There was no problem with the cops, and that's why the politicians have not come up with anything to do to fix it, because there was no problem to begin with. I mean, other than the media lying and saying that black people are getting killed disproportionately, I will do a little reminder here that every race is killed exactly proportional to the amount of violent crime that they commit. Look at the Washington Post and uh, FBI stats. 
But uh, I think similar to Trump, when like you know when it, when it was going on, people thought it was worse than whatever World War II. I think with Black Lives Matter, they're like, oh my God, the cops are killing black people, and this is intolerable. But you know, give yourself some time to look back and be like, well, what really happened there? And in the Rittenhouse trial, I think you know the media was like, this guy. I guess once again, this guy's worse than Hitler. You know, Kyle Rittenhouse. He's a white supremacist who just went to a peaceful Black Lives Matter protest and just started shooting people for no reason. And, like, I listen, I've, I've been listening to NPR a little bit lately, and, like, when the trial started, they were still spinning that narrative. But then this week, their narrative is like, well, you know, it's a little more complicated than we thought. And so I just hope, like, the American public, if you believed that, you know, if the media, for, for whatever, a year and a half, if for a year and a half the media told you that Kyle Rittenhouse was a white supremacist who just went out killing people for the joy of it. And then now you hear, huh, that's not really what happened. I hope people remember that the media lied to them for a year and a half. And I think I don't think a lot of people will remember. I mean, a lot of people don't pay super attention. Um, but I think some people will remember, you know. You probably get a, maybe you get a few percentage points of Americans on each of these things that happens, and it's like, oh, that, that stuff they told you for a year, or that other stuff they told you for five years, ain't true, and maybe you'll change your mind a little bit. Alright, and this this part, I have no idea. I'm a, I'm a middle-aged or older fat white man, so I got no idea what the... I have no idea what's going on through women's heads, or young people's heads, and especially young women's heads. And I don't watch a lot of TikTok, but apparently, the Astro World concert... And even the, and to a lesser extent, the Kyle Rittenhouse thing, uh, people are giving the, they're saying that they're, uh, whatever, caused by satanic rituals, satanic uh, cults, I guess. Like originally, eight people died in the concert, and so that was for the eight pillars of hell. And they're like, oh, you know what? Someone else died. It's nine. We're like, isn't there nine circles of hell? I mean, you, know, you can you can use numbers for whatever you want. I never heard of the eight pillars of hell. In Dungeons and Dragons. Hell was had nine planes, so that is a that's a good one. But I think women they like kind of whatever they like stuff that ain't true, basically. And you know, thinking about the devil uh, is probably one of them. I mean, like Wicca. Wicca is like kind of a it's where you're a Satan worshiper, but in fact Satan is good, and you do something with your menstrual blood or whatever. Definitely a woman thing, not a man thing. You know, unless the man is trying to play along to get some but anyways apparently tiktok is full of uh people come up with coming up with satanic cult theories to go with these things which whatever i found that interesting and so there you go i told you now you can find it interesting they're starting to get a little bit philosophical about the whole written house thing um i think these two ladies are like it's the podcast is red scare i think they're communists or something but whatever they're not totally stupid but basically, they disagree on this, and I think it's the same disagreement I've had with other people, where I'm like, if the law says you're innocent, you're innocent, and other people are like, but he went there with a gun. And I'm like, are you saying if the law says he's innocent, he should be convicted? They're like, I'm not going to answer that question. He went there with a gun. And so that's basically the answer with these two ladies. One lady's like, well, you know, the media lied, and he might be innocent or not guilty, and the other ladies, yeah, but he went there with a gun, right? I mean, that's basically the answer. The answer you always say, he went there with a gun. And I wouldn't be surprised. I bet the jury is about six to six, 
people who are like, law says he's innocent, they'll be like, yeah, but he went there with a gun. So that's a bit of philosophy. Uh, you know, no right or wrong answer. But they bring up this other thing that happened then, and it was happening all across America, where basically, you know, people were, I guess they were thinking, basically people were like, these protests are peaceful, so therefore we need to hold the cops back. Basically, the protesters are the good guys, and the cops are the bad guys. So politicians and even police chiefs all across America basically let the rioters, when there was a riot, just go out and do whatever the hell they wanted. I mean, it's also hard to stop a riot when you're outnumbered, but they really, there's many instances, including Kenosha, where Rittenhouse was, where the police just didn't try and stop it. You know, the police would be three blocks down and just watch as business after business is set on fire, and I'm pretty sure that was their orders. Because cops like to get it on with criminals. They only hold back when they're told to. And I think the people in charge are like, people are going to call me racist. If I use the cops to stop these pro stop these riots or try to stop them, then I'm going to get called racist. So it's better to let, you know, some Pakistani immigrant's convenience store get burned down than for someone to call me racist on Twitter. But so... The philosophy of this is, it's still not, I mean, in America, it's not legal to go protect someone else's property with a gun. But here's the question. I mean, at what point do you have to go do that anyways? You know, if the politicians say, don't stop the rioters, and the rioters are like, okay, let's go burn down a certain number of buildings, you know, 10, 100. Like, at what point does... The average citizen, should they get a pass? Like, oh, you know what? If, if the cops... Because, you know, the idea is you're supposed to leave it up to the cops. But in this case, you can't leave it up to the cops because the people above the cops have told them to, to not do nothing. So that's the philosophical question. At what point do you have to step in yourself, even though it's supposed to be the cops, uh, when the cops ain't going to do their job? I mean, are not allowed to do, do their job. I mean, you can think of, like you know, shithole countries around the world where, you know, maybe they got a they got a constitution and they got a law book, but, you know, no one follows it. And it's like, oh, well, you weren't supposed to, I mean, you know, I don't know, pick a country. Let's pick Nigeria. Let's pick the uh, northwest of Nigeria, where they got these roving gangs, like bad gangs, bad mamajamas. And I'm pretty sure Nigeria's got a constitution. Like, if you went and did like a, if you went and pulled a Kyle Rittenhouse there, it'd be... Just you know, however much against the law Rittenhouse was, it'd be the same amount against the law there. But there, there ain't no cops. I mean, there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing. There's just there's you or there's no one at all. So you know, I think people would, and and you know, and this would be black people protecting their uh, protecting their livelihoods. I mean, you know, destroying property could mean that someone's kid starves to death. So it's not like destroying property is completely different from hurting a person. But anyways, you know, if a person in Nigeria steps up and says there ain't no cops, I guess I'll do it myself, I think people would be much more charitable. And in America, generally, the cops keep a good lid on everything. I mean, outside of certain areas. So maybe you'd say, well, you know what? For six months, it's like The Purge, that movie The Purge. I've never seen it, but that's where uh, for a week or something you get to go around and commit any crime you want, and then the rest of the year you can't. So, you know, like, okay, well, you know, we're going to let the rioters do whatever the hell they want for six months. You know, if you're an immigrant whose business gets burned down, sorry, Charlie. But then after that, we're going to go right back to the rule of law. So it's fine. Do what we say. 
and the politicians were elected by the people, right? You get the in a, in a democracy, you get the uh, the leader you deserve. All right, I'm just gonna throw this in here right now because it just happened. My hair is still kind of standing on end, but I kind of live in the woods, and so a giant buck, deer, you know, a deer, a deer with antlers, a giant buck, just ran right through my little area that I'm working in, and that was kind of cool. And then. A pit bull chased right after it, and then after that, a little chihuahua chased after those two. And then there's another dog that's like, whatever, I yelled, well, I yelled, is anyone out there? Because, you know, I don't know if someone's got a gun and hunting or something, but I don't think it is. It's just wild. It's neighbor's dogs who are on the loose. And uh, anyways, there's another dog who's trying to figure out where the whole crew went, and I said, get out of here. So that was interesting. And the ladies continue arguing, and I don't have a dog in this fight. But uh, one of them brings up the fact that the first guy that Rittenhouse shot was a known pedophile. Uh, she, she said boys 9 to 11. I heard boys aged 5 to 9 over multiple years. But in any case, under 12, lots of boys under 12 getting raped. And the other lady is like, well, you know, basically she's like, buddy had a gun. Doesn't convince her of nothing, and and it shouldn't. It wasn't. It's not admissible. Rittenhouse did not know the guy that he was killing was like, <laughs> like the world's worst pedophile when he did it. So it doesn't doesn't affect anything. But the other lady brings in an interesting thing where, like, the media was talking about Epstein. If you remember him, he was something of a pedophile. Not this bad. Not this bad. He wasn't doing five year olds. But um. Anyways, the media loved that aspect of it, and you know talked about. Epstein and his pedophilia till the cows came home. And then they talked about it some more. But because they're all, because they got a narrative, you know, because they're racist against white people, basically, and Rittenhouse is the stand-in for that, uh, no one is mentioning that that guy was a crazy-ass pedophile. Hmm, I said I didn't really have an opinion on this, but it sounds about right, or whatever. If you hate someone and they're a pedophile, you mention it. If you like someone and they're a pedophile, you don't. I guess it just shows. It doesn't matter what the subject is. You attack your enemies and you uh, help your friends. Twitter handle at Religion of Woke. Please offend your friends by sending them a link to this podcast. Thanks.